Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot Soup Boys. My name is Amanda Esqueda. And I'm Sal Esqueda. That noise you just heard, that was not a special sound effect. That was Sal taking a sip of his glass exactly as we were starting our podcast. Nothing but professional excellence here at Hot Soup Boys coming at you 100%. Yeah. Lit. That's a good intro. All right. We don't need to. Yeah. We definitely, we got that in one take. Check. That one, was one that take. That was one take. take. <laughs> me, me cutting Sal's ass. Only one take. This pie tastes like I better. All right. Uh-huh. All right. So, Mr. Showrunner, what are we doing? I'm Saka Sal, the showrunner. Um, what are you, what are you clicking over there? Uh, I'm messing with my bike lock. Oh. Am I, that, that, that sound you're hearing is Manny messing with a bike lock. It's also not a sound. Effect. I mean, I figured if we were all just doing Foley's, I might as well get, get in this Foley <laughs> train while we still could. Right, he's like, oh, are those my keys? <laughs> anyway. Um, announcements? Announcements? Announcements. Announcements. I'll let you go first this time. I have an announcement. Man, oh, yeah, yeah. I have an announcement. Uh, just a correction on last week's announcements. I kind of made a mistake on the dates. So luckily we didn't fuck up anything too bad today. If you got the if you got the announcement about today's show, which is Saturday the nineteenth, day of the women's march, I was there for a second, but I had to bail because I got work a little later. Um, yeah, today we have the show at the Manhattan Bar, which doesn't matter because by the time this comes out it'll be over. But the twenty fifth, yeah, yeah, I messed up some dates. So good time, girl. The twenty fifth, we play at the Tower Bar with Kids and Propane. And then the 31st, we play at at Park and Rec with Battery Point, one of San Diego's new bands to watch out for. Um, and then um, on the 9th, we play at Black Cat Bar. And I don't know with who, but, you know, Good Time Girl will be there. So come on and have a good time. It's all that matters, baby. Yeah, yeah. Tonight we're playing for an hour. We live, baby. We, we live. live. Tonight Ooh. we're playing for an hour. It's the first hour-long set that Good Time Girl's ever going to play. Cha boy. Yeah, and I'm also excited. I think I showed you the sampler I got the other day, right? You did. Yeah, it's been kind of, it's been a little busy, but hopefully by next week's episode, we're going to have a full-on, like, just soundboard with sound effects installed, and we're just going to have all of them, you know? We're going to have that ba 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 and we're going to have the damn, son. <laughs> And I also want to do those live. You have wanted to do those live, though. I've been wanting to do live sound effects been, for a while. Yeah, it'll be you've funny. You've been desperate to do those live, even though we have like a <laughs> time lag between our conversations. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's not different than us having a conversation when we talk. You know, we talk and sometimes we interrupt each other. It's, it'll be fine. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it'll be cool to have live sound effects. And then I also want to have a sound effect that's like, I don't know, like some. I need to find a movie or something, but I need a sound effect of someone going, that's hot. I mean, I can just make it. I'd like it to be like a reference to something. So like, that's hot. You can get, that's a lot of nuts. That's from Kung Fu Hustle. I remember that's a lot of nuts. That would be funny. That would be a funny one. <laughs> so yeah, if you've got a, if you've got any, um, if you've got any ideas for sound effects. Oh yeah. Also at the end of the last episode, we forgot I to drop a pound the, of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets two pounds of nuts too. I don't remember, but it's like it's over a pound of nuts, and that is a lot of nuts. That is a lot of nuts. That's like sixteen whole ounces. That's wilding on nuts. Mm-hmm. Not wild. And then, um, what was I saying? You made me forget now. Oh yeah, yeah. We forgot to we forgot to drop the voicemail at the end of the last episode. So uh, we still got the voicemail. No one's left one yet. Be the first. Be the first mm. to leave a voicemail on Hot Soup Boys. That's Hot Soup. Uh, what is it? It's. I don't know. You're the one that's in it's charge. Anchor of- dot, it's anchor.fm <laughs> forward slash hot soup. Awesome. So, yeah, hit yeah. that up. Drop us a voicemail and we'll respond to it. Tell us if you like it. Tell us if you don't. Um, how are we doing on. How arrogant Sal is. Talk about how arrogant I am. Talk about how cute we are. Talk about our complete. Yeah, our combined arrogance and adorability. Um, how are we doing on numbers, actually? I'm curious. Like, you don't know. I feel like I feel like I've gotten reports like from new people listening and old people. So you know, shout outs to everyone that's told me they heard, they've been listening to the podcast. Shout outs to Ty and Sean and Katie and Giselle. Wow, 
Um, I see this last episode there. has thirty has thirty two plays. So hey, shout outs to all of y'all. Yeah, that's the most we've gotten. Um, even after taking a in little one break, episode? I'm not sure. Well, that's that's the most we've gotten by the end downloads. of the week. That's thirty. That's thirty two down. No, is that plays or downloads? It's hard to it's hard to read with the anchor analytics, but it's yeah, either yeah. thirty two plays or thirty two downloads, one or the other. But thirty two is the highest number we've seen at the end of a week. Maybe maybe some of the episodes have gotten more listens, but not not by the end of like seven days. Yeah, true that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, keep making content. You want to change anything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll ignore you. Um. So um. What's uh? Because obviously never. this formula is working. What's I'd um? Never ignore you. <laughs> You got anything to announce? You, but I would never ghost you, baby. If I ever wanted to, if I ever wanted to end something, I would sit you down and talk about it. I would never <laughs> ghost you, girl. I'm not no bitch boy. I'm not no, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. I would tell you in person how much. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I would tell you in person how little I care about you. Oof! Cut that part out. <laughs> um. <laughs> what's it called? Uh. So announcements for Manny for 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 your boy. Um, not much. Today I had a Luta Libre seminar. Our pra- we, we, we practiced for like five hours. Uh, it was quick kills. That was pretty lit. Uh, I hurt my thumb, but I'm all right. I can still move it. Tomorrow we practice takedowns. Nice. Yeah. I blew my knee out um, two weeks ago. Oof, you all right? I'm, I'm, I'm always blowing my knee out, so. Mm, my knee's careful. just constantly blown. I got some new little USB speakers for my apartment. They're right there. You can see them. So you can kind of see that one. Ooh, just a little white boy. Um, I got I got a new tea kettle. So your boy's making tea again. Oh, the tea's <laughs> back, dude. Complete. I th- it looks like you're at your new place too. Actually, this you're not. You're yeah, not. You're, not, you're I, not living in squalor anymore. Manny is no longer squatting I, with like with the crust punks. I was living in my new place in our first episode. No, you weren't. You had yeah. like you had like shit all over the floor, and you still had the hot plate, and like no no no, you're confused. Oh yeah, I guess you were already at the new place the last time. Okay, well, but you told mm-hmm. me you just you told me about you just got an oven. You told me, and you didn't. You said you I didn't have an oven. I you got a refrigerator. I got a refrigerator. You said well, you what about the oven though? You told me you just got an oven, and you had to get well, an, now an I have oven an thermometer. Ov- I have. Oh well, yeah, but I was already I was already here by then. But yeah, I, I have an oven now, and I need to get an oven thermometer. But I'm here. I've been here. That's good. The walls are white. Been here. Is that a futon the back there? Um, this is a couch. It turns into a futon. I got an actual bed over there. I'm not an animal. It's on a bed. <laughs> on, it's, on, it's on a on the floor. I got no, a mattress. No, no, I got a mattress on the floor over there. I'm not an animal. No, no. I'm even less of an animal than that. It's on a bed frame. Oh, nice. You know, the higher you sleep, the closer to God you are. <laughs> and there you are. Dude. I'm trying to sleep. And like- I'm also on. I'm on the fifth floor of this apartment. I'm on the. I'm living in the attic of this apartment complex. So. So it's there. You go, man. He's five feet and five five floors and two feet closer to God than anybody else. Yeah, that's closer than any of your motherfuckers are ever gonna be. <laughs> anybody else out there? Get on my level. Um, are we on opposite sides of the world, Manny? We're not quite on opposite sides of the world, huh? We couldn't make um, we couldn't make an Earth sandwich. Um. No, we're not quite on the opposite. But we could try. I mean, we, we'll try later. I got to be outside for that. I'm on the fifth floor, remember? Nice and next to God. <laughs> Another announcement. Uh, shout out to Rich Richard. Um, he just hired me to um, make him three T-shirt designs for his company. Uh, veteran style. V-E-T-R-N style. Um, Are they actual veterans? No. Yeah, well, I just I, he just sent me 150 euros, so. Gotta, is that how much you charge for three t-shirt designs 150 euros no no i charge 200 200 euros per design oh, okay, okay. um but but for him because we're friends and because like we work together and i know him and he also like he came for me to do his new logo so i know he's gonna if i do good work he's gonna come back um he um I, I, I did a hundred I did a hundred dollars per design for him. So and I, I, I require people to do half up front and half at the end so that we're both invested in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I got the so if you need any other if you if anybody out there needs logos or flyers or t shirt designs, hit hit your boy up because I can I got the skills to pay these bills, but I can't pay these bills unless you hire my skills. Yeet And where um, do you where do we hire you? 
You can message me at es- Manuel at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. Or you can message me on Twitter and Snapchat. I'm Manny Grins on Snapchat. I'm Manny Grins on, on Instagram. It's everywhere. It's lit. We yeah. laugh, baby. The brand is universal. <laughs> the brand is not that brolic, but we are. Yeah. Straight up. Training jujitsu. Most pod- Training jujitsu and Luca. I, I think we can take on most podcasts, like in hand-to-hand combat song. Like most if we were to... Host. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we could take on all of NPR. <laughs> yeah, definitely between the two of us. Yeah. Like, if we would... Hand-to-hand combat. No yeah. weapons allowed. Yeah, who's the guy from... Who's the guy that does Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? I forgot his name. But I'd fuck that guy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck up the whole cast of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. But yeah, Man, Carl Castle, really... dude. I'll fucking Carl body Castle. Carl Castle, dude. <laughs> Carl Castle. We're calling you out, Carl Castle. <laughs> I'll, I'll you coward! Him. I'll put him in the half Nelson and, and force him to leave a to leave my my voicemail out. <laughs> to going. leave a voicemail. <laughs> uh, Salvador Esqueda is currently unavailable because he's putting me in a full Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'll fucking I'll I'll headlock Terry Gross, fucking drop kick Steve Inskeep. Are you just on the fucking <laughs> podcast website? <laughs> I'll fucking, all these names. I'll fucking put Ira Glass in the guillotine. Bob Edwards. I'll kick Bob Edwards in the fucking stomach. No, I'm just kidding. In the I, fucking stomach. I love all those people. Yeah, no. Any of you guys are invited to our podcast. We promise we won't give you wedgies. We uh, won't. We we're won't. Actu- we're actually quite mild. We're just being spicy for the podcast. Yeah, unless the podcast apocalypse happens and it's just and it's every podcaster for himself and we have to survive. In which case, we're murking all of you. You're all dead. You're all dead. And we're going to have to find Come like we're going to have to find some kind of a tower though to hide from like Joe Rogan and and Jocko. <laughs> Joe Rogan will fuck us up. <laughs> yeah. He's a black belt actually in jiu-jitsu, huh? He I is. mean, both of us against Joe Rogan. I think we could do that. He's going to have his buddies though too. But he's the only one who hosts like his podcast. I mean, him and uh and what's the name of the guy who looks shit up for him? Jamie him and Jamie. <laughs> if it was me and you against Joe Rogan and Jamie, we just take out Jamie real quick, and then we we both have to take care of like uh, of Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah, like someone's gonna have to like. I feel like if you jumped on his back because you're you're still pretty heavy, like that would definitely yeah. like. Slow oh, guess how much down. I weigh now, bro? How much do you weigh now, Manny? I said guess. You can't. Fitness update. Um, one hundred twenty pounds. Nah, just kidding. Let two me double, oh, let two. Me double check. You don't weigh one hundred twenty pounds. Uh, no, I do not. No, not at all. 210? Higher. 217? 216. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I started at 250. I know, I know. You weigh as much as me now, though. Well, I weigh, I'm I weigh, so, I'm so I weigh 214. Dense, yeah, but I'm taller than you. You're taller than me. You're pretty dense, too, but I feel like I'm denser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm built like a pug or a French bulldog. There you go. So you uh you want to talk about food? Sure, let's talk about food. Let's move on. Let's move on forward into the into the ethers, into the ethers. Oh baby, fuck! Today I woke up and I was like, man, look at look at all these chimneys, and then I realized it was chimneys. Look Sometimes at all the. I, I looked out my window because I'm on the fifth floor, and I was like, mm, look at all these chimneys. I said it out loud, and then I realized to myself, I was like, I mean chimneys, not chimneys. Oh. Sometimes the Mexican accent comes out. Chimneys, a sprite, <laughs> things like scissors, sandwich. What did you uh? What did you eat last night? Um, I made dirty rice with sausages. Oh, nice! I've never had dirty rice. It's it's easy to make. You can what's, make it. What's dirty about it? It's just seasoned rice, essentially, dude. It looks dirty. Is it like? It looks dirty. I feel like I feel like it's like I feel like that's kind of like an ethnic recipe too. Dirty rice. Do you think that's why they call it's it dirty New, rice? It's from New Orleans. I think it's just racism. That's why they decided to call that one dirty rice. I mean, it might be some racism attached to it. Yes. I'm if we look it up, that. if we look it up, right? There's racism attached to everything. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Everything is racist. We're not <laughs> kidding. It's really all racist. <laughs> hey, it's racist. I wish it. Guess was a what? Joke. That is racist. This is not a joke. It's killing me inside. All right. <laughs> yeah, what did you eat last night? Last night, you know, I only ate one thing yesterday, surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. 
I was able to resist, but all I had was ramen yesterday. Oh, like real ramen or top ramen? Real ramen. I had real ramen, real Ooh. spicy ramen with sesame paste Ooh. and ground pork Ooh. and buttered corn. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had the ramen with the corn? Yeah. That's like a new thing. I have. Is it a new thing? Though um, I feel like it's a traditional no, it, thing. It's in Japan, and they just started doing it over here at some spots. It's, I think it's newer than like the other stuff. Um, it's a different kind, though, too. You know what I mean? Like all of those. Each one of those is a different region. Like, but I don't know. I oh, forgot. here's something that I want to talk about. Actually, let's talk about boba tea. Hey, yeah, let's talk about it. I'm I really... recently introduced one of my friends to boba tea. That's what, that's what I was going to ask it. you. There's boba tea over there. There's one boba tea spot here in Erfurt. Um, and personally, I don't like it because they don't have the tapioca boba. They have the popping boba, which I'm not a huge fan of. What's popping boba? It's it's exactly the same, but there's like a flavored juice inside of it. It's like the ones you would get at a Froyo spot. Weird. I've never seen that. Right? I've never gotten boba in a Froyo spot either. It's not in a Froyo spot. Oh, well, yeah, it's just the boba bubbles. It's just the pearls, the popping pearls. You know, some boba places have like taro balls. They gave me taro yeah. balls by accident the other day instead of the boba balls. And, like, I don't think I loved them. They weren't bad. Yeah. They were a little chewier. You know, when you go to the boba spot, is the boba spot, like, the boba spot over here is, like, it's mostly just Asian kids and white dudes with Asian girlfriends. And then, <laughs> like, me every once in a while. Yeah, that's that's most boba spots in SoCal. Um, here, I don't know. I really don't visit it that often because I'm not a huge fan of it. Like... I got to check it out again um, and see how it is. I'll, I'll come back to you next week uh, with the quality, with the quality with the dem- control of that. Boba the demographic, spot. the demographic report of the Erford spot of the Boba Erford. Yeah, spot. I'll just, I'll just sit there like freezing my dick off, just like I gotta get these fucking infos. <laughs> Do you have salted cheese at your Boba spot? I'm probably not. It's a very, it's a very simple Boba recipe that they're working with. Bros. Um, it's mostly like small, like Asian cuisine, like. Like lumpia and shit like that, I think. <laughs> the salted cheese is lit. Mm, I'll keep that in mind. It's my new religion. Did I tell you about um I went I wrote a I wrote a good Yelp review for a boba spot over here in San Diego because I wrote a bad Yelp review for a restaurant that I got food poisoning at. Have I talked to you name about it. that? No, I'm yeah, about drop, to name it. Drop. I'm just All making right. sure I didn't talk about it already. So I got food poisoning at the fucking Carnita Snack Shack on University Avenue. Yeah, I fuck you, Carnita Snack Shack. Fuck you, Carnita Snack Shack. Yeah, fuck you. Fucking worms. So let me tell you this story, actually, because I haven't gotten to tell on the podcast. It's a good one. So me Based and on your whole staff. Yeah, me and Precious Jewels are getting together to play um, Precious Jewels, friend of the podcast, and um, MMA and comic book expert, MMA comic book and punk rock <laughs> expert, correspondent <laughs> Precious Jewels and I were uh, hanging out on his day off. We were going to go play Frisbee golf, but so we go get- Damn, so we, that's white. That's frisbee <laughs> golf frisbee golf is dope my guy i'm <laughs> i'm into frisbee golf now just so you know you know that uh, molly's husband donovan's also shout out to you molly and Donovan. Uh, he's into fucking frisbee golf <laughs> i know i know he's into frisbee golf but it's not a, it's not it's it's more of a it's more of a bro activity than like a white activity because there's like there's bros of all walks over there there's stoner bros and mexi bros and Fili- and filipino bros and white bros it's just all Fili the bros yeah it's just all the stoner bros. It's like stoners from all walks of life getting together for frisbee golf. Fair enough. It's the stoner sport, you know, like right, and it's and it's um. You should see the shape so of it's, like. Ha, would you say that frisbee golf has um, superseded hacky sack as the stoner sport? It's up there, man. It's up there. I feel like I feel like definitely, definitely, but there's more people that play frisbee golf than hacky sack. I think. Probably more college kids, at least. I mean, I feel like college kids love both. Mm. It's a big, it's most, it's a lot of college kids that uh, when I go to the frisbee golf course, a lot of UCSD and SDSU kids come out to yeah, play over there. You gotta be privileged to be able to play frisbee golf. No man, it's pretty accessible. Everything is racist. No, Everything is racist, but frisbee golf is pretty accessible. You just need a frisbee, and honestly, it's four it's four bucks to play the course, but no one there's no one watching you. Like I've gone several times where we just start playing and. And just forego the whole payment process. Because mm. the government's shut down anyway. It's fucking chaos out here. It's Mad Max. Yeah, it's fucking chaos. People are cutting down Joshua trees so, at Joshua Tree. Huh? 
People are cutting down Joshua trees at Joshua Tree. It's yeah, a, it's a mad, it's a mad fucking house, dude. And trashing the bathroom. So um, so we go we go to Carnita Snack Shack, and I get a chicken sandwich, and it's super stacked, right? And I feel like I feel uncomfortable and full as soon as I finish the sandwich, which to me is weird because I'm like, it was a big sand. Well, one, it was a big sandwich, but 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 B, I can usually eat a lot, as you know. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I was like, this sandwich like must have fucked me up. Like I must have just not eaten. I thought that maybe because I hadn't been eating that much lately. I was like, my stomach must have shrunk or something because I am really full. But I was just I was just full. Like we went and played Frisbee golf for like three hours. And I was I was just I just felt full and uncomfortable the whole time until finally, like the flu like symptoms started hitting me and I started feeling nauseous and I just gotten over the flu. So I thought maybe it was coming back. But partially, it was also the food poisoning. So I have to tap out before we finish the Frisbee ball golf game. I take Julian back home. I go back to my place. And uh, and immediately, I'm just immediately sick. Diarrhea, vomiting. I'm out the Got whole... baseball commercial, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out the whole rest of the day. Um, I told my friends about it. Friend of the show, uh, Katie Reams, came over and brought me, brought me Gatorade and water. Oh, what a sweetheart. Yes, because I could not move, and I was dying. So she will testify to me looking like I was fucking dying. <laughs> um, the next day, then, like, yeah, so she leaves. She gives me the Gatorade and the water and bounces, and I just pass out again. Uh, and the next day, I like, I'm out until, like, 1 p.m. the next day when I finally go back to Carnita Snack Shack. Oh, no, 11 a.m. I'm able to get up at 11 a.m. when they open. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go get my money back. So I show up, and they're having a blackout. And I find one of the managers and he talks to me. I tell him what happened and he says, oh, yeah, well, we've been having power outages, as you can see. So I think there was one yesterday and probably like the refrigerator went off. And that's how you um, that's probably how you got sick. The guy admitted this to me. He admitted to me that he um, that he's been having power outages. And that he thinks that the, that the refrigerator got me sick. The, the, the refrigerator going out is what got me sick. But he's like, yeah, unfortunately, I can't give you a. Uh, I can't give you a discount or I can't give you a refund right now because the because the cash register is off, you know, because right, the lights are off. You know, we're waiting for the power to come back. But if you come back later, I'll do that for you. So I go home, I come back later. The, the lights are back on. And I asked to speak to the manager, but apparently this guy just left like right before I come back, as they always do. Yeah. And I talk to another employee and I and I tell the guy like he's I, I tell him, oh, I just I need to get a refund. And he's like, what are you getting a refund for? And I told him what I got. You know, I got a chicken sandwich and fries and a drink. And he's like, well, what's wrong? You didn't like it? And I'm like, no, it made me sick. And the guy was like, yeah. oh, he was like, oh, it made you sick? And I'm like, yeah, give me salmonella. And he like rolled his eyes. And he's like, you, don't ha- you didn't get salmonella, bro. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I'm like, fuck you. Like, well, I, I don't say that yet. I was like, yeah, I got salmonella. Like, I know what salmonella is. You know, there's there's different. It, it can get different, different, um, different degrees of severity. Yeah. And he's like, you wouldn't be here if I got salmonella. And I told him, I was like, dude, I, I fucking went to I'm a, I'm a nurse. Like I went to nursing. I'm a nursing school graduate. I've studied this. I've gotten salmonella before in my life. Like I know what salmonella is. And that's what I got. Like maybe like I'm walking around right now, but you know, you don't know how I feel. And then that time I was like, yeah, I was like, you don't know how I feel, you fucking asshole. And that, that time I did call him an asshole. And he got all mad that I <laughs> called him an asshole. And he's like, and he's like, you don't have to say that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're a fucking asshole. Like, well, you even like, you know, it's not your place to tell me what I have or don't have. You know, like, I'm just, I'm telling you I got sick. You don't like, who are, how, how, do, how are you so sure? You don't look like a doctor to me. Yeah, you're working behind a, like, counter. Like, no, no offense to anybody who works behind counters, but you're in no position to be fucking telling people whether or not they get sick, you know? Yeah, like no, no offense to any to anybody who's not a fucking doctor. Like it's really not your position to tell people how they fail, especially when they're the ones when they're telling you how what happened to them. You know, yeah, guy had nothing exactly. to gain. Yeah, so he looks at me. He's like, he's like, well, you don't look like a nurse to me. He's like, I could be a doctor with a part time job. No, you. <sighs> yeah, I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, bro, just take my. Yeah, he's being a real tough guy behind the counter. You know, surrounded by all his coworkers behind behind the cash register. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I'll just leave my, I'm leaving my phone number like this. That's, I'm, we're done here, you know? Call me when the manager gets back. Leave my phone number. Never get a call back. I come back the next day. Talk to another manager. And now this is the third, oh, this is the third time I come back. Yeah. Finally, talk to a manager. 
uh, this other guy is there, but they're open and serving. And when I tell him the story and everything that happened, he tells me that he can't give me a refund because it's like him admitting that I got sick there. And I'm like, I did get sick here. Yeah, but I can't admit it. It was the only thing. Yeah, it's like if I give that to you, I can admit it. It'd like be like admitting it, and I can't like do that right now. So like, he's like, you're going to have to talk to somebody else. And I'm like, dude, I'm not coming back here anymore. So I give him my phone number one more time after he calls me a liar. Um, I go outside, and finally I'm just like, you know what? I didn't want to do this, but I don't want to come back over here, and I, and I just want to do something, you know? Yeah. So, so, so that's when I finally ride the wild Yelp review. It wasn't even that wild. You just told your story. Yeah, yeah. I told my story, said what happened, gave him one star, and I was like, that's it. Now I just don't care anymore. You know, like I left. The, I didn't want to leave a Yelp review. I was. I wanted to give him a chance to like to make it right and just give me my refund yeah. because I feel like just you shouldn't have to pay for something that made you sick, you know? Definitely. I was going to let them like prove that they had some sort of integrity in the way they ran their business. So finally, like after I left that and told my friends about it, they all upvoted it, and I ended up getting the most reviews and votes for the so did I. For Carnita hey. Snack Shack. Yeah, yeah. So if you're out there, you know, feel free to look up Carnita Snack Shack on Yelp. I'm Sal we'll E that on that. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. Feel free to vote for it. I'm about to write a, an update to it. So um, the owner of Carnita Snack Shack calls me, and he he says like, "Hey, I want to talk to you. Can I have your phone number? Like, it'd be I'd like to get I'd like to uh, discuss this." And I told him, I was like, okay, uh, I gave three of your employees my phone number already, but here you go. Give him my phone number and tell him when to call me. He calls me. He doesn't want to give me a refund either. He just wants me to come have a free meal. He wants to comp me more food. I don't want to eat at your fucking restaurant, dude. Like, you gave me salmonella. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to eat the, yeah, exactly. I don't want to eat your bullshit. I don't even want to eat food like that anymore, really. And, um... But yeah, he won't he won't give me a refund. Like finally I tell him I tell him like, "Yeah, all right, I'll come get your I'll come get your gift card or whatever." But I just I'm just I just say that to get off the phone with him cuz he's being really insistent and I'm just kind of over talking to him. And then I never get the gift card. And you know, I thought everything was normal, and every once in a while, you know, because I'm spiteful like that, I go on Yelp and I t- and I check to see if my review's still up there and if it's still getting voted on. <coughs> and it turns out they closed for 2 months. Carnina Snack Shack is now closed for the, until March, and I wonder why. You know, I wonder why would <laughs> why I wonder why they closed down a really busy, successful restaurant for two months. Probably to fix their electrical issues, I guess. Electrical issues. It's probably because more people got sick, man. Yeah. They probably got shut down or something. Something's going you tell on. Tell me, you're the, you, you have the experience. You have you have kitchen experience. You tell me what do you, you know. Think the funny thing, yeah, I think that I think more people got sick and they got shut down because actually when the health inspector comes and shuts you down for something like that two months is act is the standard amount of time that they shut a place down too well there you go and give you like give you time to like they're like because because it's probably their first offense you know they've been in san diego a long time oh who knows if it's one of the first times they've done it but uh they're also just like really rich and powerful so they could also be just bribing people too and getting away with things who knows yeah um but yeah, they, it's basically it's basically the slap on the wrist version of like you you you're committing like a you've got like a food health hazard issue you know, like we'll give you you gotta shut down for two months and get your shit together and then you can reopen. Hmm. Okay then. So yeah, I'm gonna write an update about that too. Yeah, keep telling your friends to upvote that. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not talking about that one anymore. Maybe the new one. Yeah. And I'm also trying to write good reviews for places I do like so that, you know, because I feel like your Yelp account shouldn't just be a bunch of shit talking because it's definitely no, it's about it's about up, uplift. It should be about uplifting good places. Yeah, exactly. Not not putting down like shitty places. And for the most part, it's like it, it maybe it should be for putting down shitty places. But for the most part, when you go on Yelp and you read bad reviews, like the uh, the most of most of the time, the bad reviews are not even about the food, really. Yeah, it's like literal psychopaths, dude. Like, yeah, it's like it's like, yeah, I, I tried to wave the waiter down like three times and they just ignored me. But I saw the other tables around me getting served. Usually one star. Yeah, the food was great. And like, yeah, the food was great. And once I ordered it, it got there quickly, but I didn't get served as quickly as I wanted to. So this place gets two stars. Once I was like, get she the gave fuck me a smile that remi- she gave me a smile that reminded me of the way my father smiled when he when he like told me that I wasn't adequate. One star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literal psychopaths using Yelp like psychopaths. But uh, yeah, you want to move on, actually? 
Yeah, let's continue. You want to get into some shoes? I thought we weren't doing that. Getting into we weren't it. calling it shoes. I mean, now I just did. Mm. You got anything? Well, what do you, what do we what do we mean by shoes exactly? It's short for issues. Yeah, yeah, but whose issues? My issues? World issues? Just issues in general. You go first. Upper East Side restaurant Nello bans single women from eating at the bar. What? <laughs> yeah. So this is like this is a really this is a really just fancy, expensive, uh, known restaurant in New York called Nello. It's famous for um, it's famous for springing like a two hundred twenty five dollar pasta bill on its customers on an, on a semi regular basis. Like customers will be um unknowing customers will be surprised by ordering like certain dishes that are at quote unquote, you know, market value on the menu. Jesus, what market was it? And they don't do that's exactly <laughs> like what it says on the on the thing that people say. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that's a quote from um, what's that one show with uh, Childish Gambino? Uh, Community. Yeah, it's from Community. I haven't seen that yet. So yeah, so the Nello restaurant is like it's pretty famous for um for 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 you go you 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 might go in and you get something at market value and you get an entree and then when you get the when you get the bill it turns out your entree was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. For like a plate of pasta, mm. which yeah, market value can be crazy, but like I I feel like you know you you, you think it's gonna be like fifty or sixty or a hundred bucks, but people know it's expensive. But now they have a they the the owner set up a new rule where like. Any single women that like just single women can't sit at the bar anymore by themselves because there's there's a chance that they might be high end escorts. So he doesn't want like the owner of the restaurant doesn't want prostitutes sitting at the bar where people can see them. So if you're a single woman, you have to sit at a table. You may be a prostitute. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much any like single attractive woman. And I guess like that's that's just being based by whoever is there. They have to be told that they that they have to sit at a table because they can't be like conducting their uh their their prostituting business on the on the counter. You must prostitute at a table, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, I mean, too. Do I'll- not spread your legs in this bar. You will go and do your business at a table like a regular woman. You filthy slut. Essentially. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I I don't really I don't really see the point. I'm still going to sell my pussy for that does not matter to me this bar is for regular men patrons and their lovely dates that may or may not be escorts but i don't know because they're not by themselves i know yeah by that logic too it's like if a man and a woman are sitting there like the woman could also be a prostitute and that could be a john hey lady are you by yourself or are you with this weirdo uh, i'm with this weirdo you good then enjoy your meal yeah, exactly. I like those fishnet stockings and that th- that k- pair of clear heels that you're wearing, gentlewoman. <laughs> Stupid fucking assholes. It's the same concept as like trying to get people to like not hire gay people or shit like that. Like, how are you gonna deduce who's gay? How are you gonna deduce who's like a single woman? There, are you gonna ask them? Like, I guess at the front you would be like one single woman for the bar. I'm sorry, we don't allow single women at bars. I guess they don't. Yeah, well, I just figured out. I figured out the, the formula, Sal. It was actually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the article was written actually. It says it was it was a woman that was that was a regular there, and you just usually just go sit at the bar, you know. But the server told her to move to a table. She had to move to a table where she she was she was eating there, and then she saw a man go up to the same spot she was sitting, and they got you know they sat at the bar and they were served. And they left. And it's like, how do you know, like, anybody, any single person at the bar could be conducting illegal activity if you're really that worried also, about men it. Also, pros- men can be prostitutes, too, you know? Men can be prostitutes, too. And then, and even, that, this, that's, you're not even thinking about the fact that, like, regardless of who you are, like, what job you do, if, you, if you're a prostitute pause. or a businesswoman. Pause, pause, pause. Regardless, not irregardless. <laughs> I thought I said regardless. I could have sworn I heard you say irregardless. <laughs> All right. Regardless of, regardless of. Regardless of all right, well, regardless of who you are, if you're like if you're a prof- if you're a person that works and has the money to pay for your meal, you should be able to sit wherever you want. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a pro- if you're a, if you're an escort or a banker or whatever. You know, a programmer, vaporwave DJ, vaporwave DJ. Hey, if you're a actually vaporwave no DJ, vaporwave DJs sit at the table. Do you know vaporwave DJs at the bar? 
You don't like vaporwave? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm okay with it. Two of my friends are like, are the I, I'm friends with the with the top vaporwave DJs of San Diego, which is like, wh- which is why I like to make fun of the uh, the genre. We had a crazy vaporwave party over here the other night. In your location or in your house? At content. Content is the place where you practice. Is the that lo- the yeah, 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 it's the it's the place where we practice slash have shows and parties. Mm-hmm. There was a big um there was a big uh there was a work party that one of my friends organized. He's a vaporwave DJ. And then afterwards mm-hmm. they tried to have like sixty people over at some guy's house in San Diego <laughs> off of like bet. El Cajon Boulevard and like in like normal heights in North Park. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure that worked out great. I showed up, I was like, this shit's gonna get rolled in like thirty minutes. Yeah. It, which it did, you know, but it was long enough for me to get drunk off of like four shots of tequila. No, no, I had like three. I had like three shots and like two IPAs. And mm-hmm. then we and then we packed the party back. We we packed it up and brought it back over to Content Partners and just vapor waved it, vapor waved it up for the rest of the night. But yeah, Nello, fucked up place, man. <laughs> Stupid too. Not just fucked up. It's ridiculous. So uh, yeah, so it says in the article that she spoke to an owner and explained that she had been misidentified, and he responded that he could run his business as he pleased, and that she was no longer to welcome to eat at the bar, only at a table. Let me see if I can get some shoes up in here. You got some shoes? Yeah. Um, Aero Mexico's. Have you have you seen this Aero Mexico thing? No. Something happened with Air Mexico, like the Mexican airline. You mean? Or? Yeah. Well, it's it's spelled. Oh, Aero, Aero Mexico. I guess would be the way. Oh it's my God! To what? Why, I don't even want to know what these people. So they did a. They did a. I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting troll, but there's some problems. So Aero Mexico did this thing where like it said it would it went to like the southern states that the US stole from Mexico and talked to people and was like, hey, do you like Mexicans and stuff like that? And they're like, nah, fuck Mexicans. Obviously not like that, right? But pretty much. They're like, well, we're giving a percentage discount to people who have Mexican heritage. Uh we did a DNA test. You are you are 15% Mexican. And they're like, what? But the thing the issue with this is that there's no such thing as Mexican DNA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, because it, there, there's no such thing as American DNA either. You know what I'm, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, there's no such thing as United States DNA. So there, so there's no such thing as Mexican DNA. It doesn't make any sense. You know. Yeah, what were they um, testing for? I mean, I guess they could they could be testing for like some kind of like native. Yeah, for like regions like in South America and shit, but there's no such thing as Mexican DNA. You know. Oh, and and your and your Mexican percentage has to tell you has, tells you how how much of a of a discount you get to to fly to Mexico. Yes. Here you can watch the video. There's a there's a video of it right here on uh, on the on the. Uh, I'm seeing it. But, all right, all right. Let's watch this shit. It's two minutes long. I mean, it's obviously satire, I think, but still, it's just a stupid little mistake, I think. What a piece of shit that guy is. Yeah, all the people that they're talking to are literal garbage. Are those like are those real people and not paid actors? Of course those are real people. It's amazing how shitty people are sometimes, you know? Mm, yeah. And then how, and then they're telling them that they're like four, uh, fourteen point four or twenty two percent Mexican. Yeah. And then that guy gets mad, dude. He's like twenty two percent off. Can I take my wife? Like suddenly? <laughs> you know. I know. Yeah.
so you get to stay here. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the paper says too. Does it? Because she's like looking at it. Does it say like Mexican three percent, American nine? Oh, they're showing it. Okay, okay. It's got like. Well, yeah. When I've seen it, when when you get the um, so we so we can get a discount too. I don't know, like. We should hit him up. Like, <laughs> you just have to be an American citizen, because because if you test me, it's a, it's gonna be like ninety. Also, from we're 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 from southern states too. Like, yeah, we're gonna get like all. What if we're like a hundred percent Mexican? Can we just fly for free off of El Whatever Mexico? the fuck that means. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm cien por ciento Mexicano, Holmes. Like, hey, hey, gang, um, gang, arriba. I mean, yeah, it's when you get the DNA test back, it kind of like has like a map of the world and it shows all these regions where like the, your DNA probably comes, you know? So they're probably just checking like southern states or. Yeah, southern southern countries. Places that might be in South America and also just Spain. Do you think that, that maybe they're checking Spain too? Because. Probably not. I don't know. Like if you're part Spanish. Well, the way those DNA tests work is like they give you percentages of locations that your DNA uh, recognizes and shit like that. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it could take parts of Spanish, but it would also notice like parts of indigenous people from this part and so and so, you know. Mm-hmm. To be honest, these tests are mostly geared for white people. Um, I've already researched this sort of stuff because it's usually only white people who like do the DNA tests. And if you're you're like you and me, Sal, it might be difficult. Or like if you're like... um. If you're a black person, it might be more difficult to actually find the exact location of your DNA because these DNA tests tests work by pooling all the DNA samples that other people have put in as well. And statistically, like brown people, like people of color don't really do these DNA tests and it's just harder to pinpoint the regions that they're from. Oh, shit. And the same thing happened with um, Ancestry.com. I try to do that thing. I try to like do... um, I even signed up for a membership to try and find out as much as I could about our family. Like this was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College. I tried. I did too, actually, and I, and it, and my it was not very successful. Nothing. Nothing came out. Like some shit came out about my gra- our grandfather's like citizenship. Like that was about it. You know what I mean? Like it, those websites are literally just based off of like why people want to know when they came from the Mayflower for the most part. You know? Yeah. They want to know how far back. Yeah, how far back their American heritage goes. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's 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 just it is what it is. Everything is racist. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more shoes? I do have some more shoes, but but let's can we take a sec? Can we take a break to do a to do another quick segment? Okay. Look out your window. What's out your window? Look out now. My curtains closed. So so go open <laughs> it and look out your window. Nah, fuck you, dog. It's dark. All right. I can tell you. I know it's dark because it was dark when I closed it. <laughs> Hold on. All right, fine. Let me open up my curtain one second. <laughs> I can't hear you because I'm taking off my headphones. All right. Manny is walking over to the to the curtain to open it up, and he's opened it up. He's looking outside. Let's check out what's here. Oh, shit. Fuck. Close that curtain. Oh, fuck. I have a little... I'm so glad I looked out that window. It was buck wild out there. What was out there? Fucking nothing. It was dark. Oh. <laughs> Were you able to hear my amazing noises though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We they they came out. They came. They came through loud and clear. What about the sound of my curtain being opened? I heard that. I heard that. Thank awesome. you for not pretending Excellent. and actually opening the curtain too. No, no, no. I there's I don't play games. I quit school because of recess. Oh. <laughs> What's out your window then, Sal? Um, you know, I'll be honest. This whole time, like, all I can see out my window is just like the roof of the dashiki store that I live above. Mm. So uh, right now, there's like a there's a family of Christian rats, and they're actually invading the Muslim rats that live on the other side of the roof. Lit. <laughs> yeah, they're going on a little rat crusade. Hmm. Well, that was fun. All right, so I got some more shoes. Oh, my God. Did you see this? Uh, Yeah, th- I, I remember this. I just saw this. Did you see them, this post that's going viral right now of uh, 
of the Native American man protesting and some like chud just kind of like trying to stare him and down. That white boy just like the in the whitest of white boys just like looking at him with like the shit eating green on his face. Yeah, like what exactly? What 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 is he? What is he accomplishing right there? Have you ever like wanted to punch something through your screen more in your life? I mean. I don't know. I wanted to punch a lot of fucking things and through my screen in my life. This is definitely on the list, though. Like that video would be so much better if just like a giant fist just came out of like the the left side of the screen and just like took that guy just took that guy out. Wow, bro! I just I click play on this video and I've never seen so many fucking virgins in one fucking <laughs> video in my goddamn life. You know what I mean? And I've spent plenty of time on the internet. Like literally, have you clicked play on that video? I did click play, and, and you know the, the unfortunate thing is like I couldn't get it. I couldn't get the sound to work on my phone. I was actually about to. I'm about to look it up on my. Uh... Multiple videos have surfaced since Friday, showing a group of teenage boys crowded around attendance of the Indigenous People's March. In the footage of the encounter, many of the boys are wearing "Make America Great Again" hats and can be seen laughing and imitate, imitating a native drummer, which would be like, "Hi, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah." That would be the sound that they're imitating. One boy even stands directly in front of the drummer, as close as he can get, staring the man down for several minutes. The boys are reportedly from an all-boys Covington Catholic high school. Ooh, I, I called it. In Kentucky, called it again. Uh, though according to the Cincinnati Enquirer, there is no confirmation for that yet. The Enquirer, in parenthesis, the Enquirer did not report that the school's website announced students would be traveling to D.C. for the March for Life. Uh, end quote. According to Indian Indian country today, the man in the video is Omar is Omar Elder and Vietnam vet Nathan Phillips. The Indigenous People's March is neither a partisan nor explicitly anti-Trump event. So there you go, you fucking herbs. You literally stared down and mocked veterans, the people that you supposedly like care about so fucking much. You no, but they're not they're not they're not herbs. white is the thing though. Yeah, they're not white. They're not the kind of veterans that they care about. Yeah. But yeah, literally when you press play on this video, like it's the camera sweeps on literally an ocean of virgins, uh, of uh, ocean of incels and chuds and literally the worst fashion sense you could ever fucking imagine in your goddamn life. I mean, they're wearing those MAGA hats. Oh, my God. I'm watching this and like I want to put all these kids into chokeholds. Their heads are so big. <laughs> their heads are so big and their necks are so like small. And their necks are so long and thin. It's like you have a perfectly chokeable neck, my guy. I hate using this language, but all these fucking beta incel cucks. You know what I mean? Like, so it was in Washington D.C. Yeah, I mean maybe the school, the, the school, it wasn't a school event. Like your your fucking your your racist like little trust fund students ass. just went on their own too. They could they could also just decide to do that. You know, without racists have been busing themselves to places to protest shit for a long, long time. Uh, let's see. I got a. I also got a. I got a. I got some photos from someone's uh, someone's Instagram that was actually there. They wrote a little commentary, and they wrote that uh, at the close of the Indigenous People's March and rally, the few of us left lingering to chat and meet were confronted and surrounded by 50 to 70 young people wearing Trump hats and T-shirts. So it was the end of the march, too. These people waited until the end of the march when everyone was just, like, standing around to, yeah. to come in. Consisted mostly of white men who sought to intimidate, mock, and scare us with a mob mentality in order to silence a demonstration that was mostly concluded. The group outnumbered us and enclosed our small group, chanting build the wall and other Trumpisms. They were clearly looking for any opportunity to get violent, and they consistently infringed upon our space, inching closer and closer, bumping into us and daring us to get physical. They surrounded us, screaming, cajoling, and mocking the elders, singing with intentionally, dis with intentionally disrespectful dancing and attempting to chant slash sing louder than him. He did not break focus or move an inch for the entirety of the encounter, and perhaps the saddest part of all is that his song was medicine to calm the anger and toxicity of these men. Mm -hmm. So yeah, wow, you know, like what a surprise, and then and then people people wonder why like why why <laughs> uh, we could be angry too, you know? Nah, like um, the vibe of two thousand nineteen is definitely like I'm mad and I don't care that I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah, they're a bunch of like little kids too. They're just a bunch of it's just a bunch of like little white kids. They're just a bunch of high schoolers, dude. Yeah, what what trash? What a bunch of trash. So there you go, you know. All you people in where is it they're from Kentucky or where were they from? Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, y'all are trash. Your parents are trash. You raised trash. Did I tell you um 
Did I tell you about the other day on Facebook too? Um, since we're talking, speaking of trash, we can we got we got another we got another sh- uh, interesting shoe we can talk about that's more personal too, but um, but still quite hilarious. Okay. I don't know if I still have the screenshots, but um, you know we got a local chud from um from San Diego, California, a guy named uh, guy named uh, guy named man. I want to remember his last name because I know I know two Jamals, and I don't want to call out the wrong one. <laughs> so you know um we, you know you know friend of the show Katie Reams. She's got a very activist Facebook, and she's always posting a lot of um a lot of feminist posts. You know, on her page, ah Jamal mm-hmm. Best on her you know on her page that that belongs to her. And, um, and, you know, of course there's always like, there's always like the group of chuds that like, that for some reason she doesn't block and like keeps talking to that, like that, that always have to, um, that always have to, uh, to, uh, to go on and, you know, not all men all over her, all over her posts. They always not all, they always not all men all over her posts. It's, it's wild. Oh, it was one of the ones you were on actually. You've been there. I don't even remember what the original post was about. But it was about um, it was about just men being creepy. Oh, it was about some guy that was touching her at a at a bar. And um, and one of the guys that's just always not on mending was like it, it just became into another debate, you know. Yeah. And someone someone came out and told Katie that this guy Jamal, it's Jamal Best, who had uh had been creepy to her in the past. So at that point, like he got all mad that like that, and she called him out on it. She's like, "Well, it's funny that you're just like one of the people over here talking like that. You might be defend like, ah." Uh. She said, "I wouldn't be surprised if you'd be defending guys for being creepy because you're always not all mending on my Facebook page, and I actually have heard from other women that like that they think you're kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. That like you've kind of you've you've made them uncomfortable. So at that point, like I don't know, it devolved. Katie ended up blocking the guy. He's gone. The next day, he messages me on Facebook." And he says, hey, Sal, I wasn't comfortable with the way our conversation ended the other day with Katie. I don't have a problem with you, per se, but I do have a problem with the way that Katie tried to smear me on the thread. I'm only contacting you because she blocked me on Facebook, so I can't even see what she said after that. I've decided to speak to my attorney about the issue. And if she wants to continue trying to smear me, I don't know. I can and will spend the money to defend myself and sue for defamation of character. I refuse to have my reputation smeared because she is upset because of a post. I was just agreeing with her on the last post, so I don't know why she went the, uh, why she went that way. But again, I will defend myself. My attorney's name is Robert O'Weiler, and his number is 619-547-2572. If she would like to speak with him about the matter, she can. She cannot just frivolously throw accusations like that around about people. Please relay the message for me. In which I told him to fuck off and call his attorney and just let him know that he was trash. Then I told him not to talk to him anymore because I was done with him. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm done with you, too. And, I'm, and I said, then just shut the fuck up already. <laughs> and like, maybe you should just shut the fuck up and be an ally. And then he said, I am. And he's like, I do work for women, which is why this is important for me. And then I told him, I was like, nah, dude, you're just enabling trash. So I block him on Facebook. Then he hits me up on then he hits me up on fucking messenger. Then he like text messages me because he has my phone number. And then um and then I block him on that. And then he hits me up on Instagram and keeps trying to reiterate reiterate how important um how important uh, how big this issue is, you know, and how how dangerous it could be for him and how I should be taking it more seriously. It's not an issue, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's making it an issue. He's a psychopath. Like the fact, I'm sure he doesn't even have an attorney. I mean, if he does, I, I hope I, I I just gave you his attorney's phone number supposedly. So, yeah, hit him up. Yeah, hit up that guy. See, ask him if um, ask him if you ask him if he's Jamal's attorney, and if um, and you know, see if if he's gonna sue Katie. Ask how that lawsuit's going. <laughs> the defamation of character lawsuit. Yeah, for defamation of character, you know. Completely ludicrous. Let's do one more story just so like we're clear because there were some pauses there. The funeral for a porn actress ends in an orgy in a cemetery. The what? This was in December twenty eighth though. Oh, this is an this is an actual so. headline. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Pelez, known as Amanda Amante in the porn scene, was thirty nine years old when she died. Rest in peace, love. Uh, she was a Spanish actress with great prestige in the pornographic industry at age six. At age eighteen. He left home and began his career. Is that a typo? 
Yeah, she left home and began her career leaving behind her family and old friends. But yesterday, I guess it's he, he said goodbye to everyone because an unfortunate car accident. The funeral began at 5 p.m. and finished at 8.30, later than originally scheduled because the funeral became a festival of joy and sex. The funeral guests were all co-workers of the deceased porn actress, now as an actress again. Amanda would have liked her funeral to be a great naked party and not a sad day. I'm sure she was horny at heaven. Nice, said one of her friends. <laughs> the priest left the ceremony, ceremony very shocked when the assistants began to undress. I cannot believe it. Satan is here. I have no doubt. He was saying while he was running across the cemetery. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so if I die anytime soon, you guys, this is how I want you guys to do my funeral. That's how I'm going to make I sure want... that that happens. I'm, I'll, I'll make it my mission for that to be your funeral. Mm -hmm. Bring all your biggest thoughts. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was on the uh, I was on the black. I was on the black Twitter uh, Reddit just looking stuff up. And it looks like uh, it looks like Tommy Lauren was tweeting at Cardi B. Of course she is. Did you see that? She tweeted, looks like I am Cardi B, that's her Twitter handle, is the latest genius political mind to endorse the Democrats. Ha, keep it up, guys. Dude, Tommy Lauren is going to get her face cut with a box cutter. Yeah, this is uh, fucking, um, Cardi B is not the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not, the, she's not the one to fuck with. Cardi B most certainly does have shooters out here. 100%. She's from the Bronx. They build them different out there. Mm -hmm, definitely. Manny used to live in the Bronx. I never lived in the Bronx. I lived in New York. But I, I do know plenty of Bronx motherfuckers. Manny used to know people from the Bronx. There you go. I can't rip the Bronx. I never lived there. Did you ever hang out? Week. Yeah, I went to the Bronx a few times. The Bronx is cool. How's the pizza? I mean, pizza's good in, all over New York. Um, the thing is that you got to find the right pizza spots, but... Uh, I think New York City has better pizza than Italy. Come at me, Italy. Because um, um, the thing with like things like this is like when a place is known for something, a lot of garbage comes out. And it's there's a lot of garbage pizza in New York City, but there's more excellent pizza per capita in New York City than you will find in any place in Italy. Do you feel like I feel like we have I feel like we have better New York pizza in San Diego? You only have like three good New York spots, bro. I know, but that's all of them. That's one. That's one hundred percent of the New York pizza. I mean, they're all good, but we, there's New York City has like fucking fifty good New York pizza spots, you know? No, yeah, I know, I know. I know. Yeah. Probably more. <laughs> so how you feeling? You want to do one more? Yeah. You want to do one more shoe, or are we gonna end it on this? I think we can end it on this. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our interesting takes on this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, my name is Manny Grins on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. My Twitch is El Stickshift. And if you need something ordered, you can email me at escalamanuel at gmail.com. I will make you designs. And then I'm I'm uh, Sakasal on Instagram, Sakasal Pie on Twitter, and our Instagram is Hot Soup Boys. And our Twitter is Hot Soup Boys. You can send us an email uh, to hotsoupboys at gmo.com and you can send us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash hotsoup. And the voicemail? Oh, you said the voicemail? I just said that. All right, yeah. Instagram is Hot Soup Boys. I was looking that up again, sorry. <laughs> I forgot if it was Hot Peace Soup or Hot Soup Boys. It's Hot Soup Boys. Gang. Geet. Gang, gang. We out. Peace. Right.